So Kelsey, I hear you've got some pretty juicy insight about end war hashtag free stuff. Oh, I do. Are we sure we should talk about this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we stopped recording. No one's going to hear it. Yeah, okay. totally. It'll be fine. Hmm. Well, I think the biggest thing is probably a mission three. You're going to want to. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Detroit Dart Talk, your first and only gluten-free podcast and fully organic. In the studio today we have Big Bread Tim. God, I hate that. <laughs> uh, in er- Eric Land we have in Eric Land, we have Mr. Celiacs himself, the one, the only. I hate this so much. Eric. I don't have celiacs, though. Coming to you from uh, Penn State is, I'm pointing at you now. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kelsey, otherwise known as Black Widow. And what do you, what do, you do, Kelsey? Why, why, why did we have you here today? Uh, I am one of the game administrators and coordinators for Penn State Urban Gaming Club. Yay. Man, it, that sounds familiar. Are we having like some event Yay. there soon? I yes, we do. What, what, yeah, event, that, what event it. might just that be? Yeah, just just like one of the biggest HVCs of the year or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, don't thank know. you. But um, yeah, uh, P- Penn State UGC is hosting our 11th HVZ Invitational coming up here April 4th. So now would you count Endor as one of your Invitationals or no? No? They're, Tim says no. They're hosting that, but it's not their event, right? <laughs> That's fair. It's the yeah. end. Yeah, now a little bit of confusion this year. Um, Penn State's hosting our game, which is run by us and only us in April. And then we've been honored to be the host school for Endwar this year come in June. And so, that's a collaborative effort. Yeah, I was about to ask, when it comes to like planning for Endwar, how much how much collab is there? Is it 50-50 or is it more like 80% is done by you know, Drax crew, 20% of it is you guys? Uh, so far, it has been a beautiful 50-50. Really? That's... That's nice. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. It's good to hear. Appreciate that. But uh, yeah, we, we came together today really to talk about HVZ tactics. We just want to throw a little context in there. Um, hey, why don't we why don't we take a note from Mr. Ben Anderson? Tell us how you got into the hobby. <laughs> um, mine is actually a funny story. Um, I had tried out for a uh, actual rifle team at Penn State. And had just been told that I wasn't going to make it. Um, And we're not going to dwell on that. But I was upset. And my best friend at the time said, hey, my boyfriend's in this club on campus. They're holding a van at our student union tonight. Uh, It's Nerf Blasters. Do you want to go shoot at people and take out your aggression? (laughs) Nice. And And that was an HBC Invitational? No, um, uh, the Urban Gaming Club has smaller games throughout the year, and one of them is our Late Night Wars that we host inside our student union building. That sounds pretty um, cool. And it was Ooh, one of those. Indoors, nice. That sounds yeah. like a, a really good time. It is. We have access. Um, it's Penn State. It's a D1 school. We've got a lot of money. So we have really nice facilities, and our student union building has this amazing auditorium called Alumni Hall that we get to play in. Uh, that sounds awesome. So... Are there videos out there, by the way? Because I'm, I'm going to pull up a video on the side real quick, if there is. 
of the Invitational or of like our no, small? No, no, no. The, in, the indoor, uh, the indoor play area. I believe there are some floating around. I know. I believe it was last fall or it was the fall before. We actually did a Facebook Live where Ooh. we were live streaming from the late night. Somebody made a music video for Penn State Urban Gaming Club nine oh, years no. ago. Yeah, the old days. Oh man, that's awesome. Let's see what Buff has to say. I feel like if if anyone has a video of it, it's going to be Buff. Probably. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, indoor elements are an awesome thing. We did a we did an HPZ Invitational one time where uh, one of the missions was inside the gym, and it was a really nice um, pace breaking up where you could you know you go inside. It's more contained, and you're more you're sort of protected. Different feel. It's really fun. Uh, but yeah, we wanted to talk about tactics today, right? So that's our, our main topic, our main focus. And oh, you, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Were you done with your story? Is that, <laughs> is that, hold up. <laughs> um, way, to, way to derail well, the train there, Eric. normally where I do end it, but it was one of those. You never have the greater feeling when you're frustrated and somebody makes a snide comment to you. You pick up a jolt and peg them from 50 yards right in the eye hopefully uh it was right actually it was actually right between the eyes nice <laughs> Ooh. now kids don't aim for the head don't do that wear eye pro yeah most importantly even though it's technically not a rule of end war it's just strongly strongly recommended suggested. yeah strongly recommended yeah 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 no i will always recommend people wear eye pro every time i go out i've had even when i'm playing indoors i have a pair of sunglasses on so kelsey yeah. you you were talking to us earlier saying that you are mainly uh one of the people helping plan FoamCon. So you don't have to tell us where it is. Is it on campus or is it going to be an off-campus venue? Or has that been uh, decided yet? It's one of those. We're working on getting it on campus. And saying on campus is a really big net to cast because how big our campus is. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Because um, yeah, I, yeah. I know when we did it at Athens, having it on campus was pretty nice because you could hypothetically walk to and from the uh, venue. Even though I drove. Yeah, we're getting the hype game ready for for this year too. We're getting yeah, getting excited for this. This big campus is going to be fun to explore. Oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna run off. They're gonna be like missions this way. I'm gonna be like, nope, mission is this way now. <laughs> You're gonna find me like four hours There's later, time. still like running around. And they're gonna be like, mission ended. I'm just like, nope, mission's still going on. Yeah, those You're are times. So tactics. tired, so hungry. Yeah, my mission is to just run in a straight line. I always tell people I've been doing this for eight years, and I'm always finding a new area of campus. Yeah. Awesome. So tactics. Um, Wait, did, yeah. projects. Are any of us doing projects? I'm not. No. Eric, are you? I just finished one. What did you finish? I took up my first integration project ever. Oh, was this what you were talking about earlier? Yes, it was. I, could, do, you, um, do you have any pictures of that that you can put in uh, <laughs> like the live stream chat? Um. Yeah, no, I can. Awesome. I would um, love to see it. Yes. My first integration project that I did was my lovely Prometheus and the Centurion integration. So yes, I cut apart a two hundred dollar blaster. Nice, love it. Um, awesome. Yeah. We stand destruction. Yes, because I loved the ammo capacity of the Prometheus, but sorry Hasbro, I did not like the ergonomics of it. So I made it into a rifle. So That's why awesome. why did you choose a Prometheus rifle over choosing a Nemesis with an extended hopper? Just because you had a Prometheus? Because I had the Prometheus. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Plus, it looks really nice. The Prometheus, when you can put the uh, that hopper, it's already clear. It's integrated. It's not like you have a piece of Tupperware sitting on top of your blaster. I yeah. think it looks a lot more clean. 
Yeah, and it was also one of those. Uh, I do have a nemesis as well, and I, I'm a huge cosmetic modder, so I already had my nemesis cosmetically modded, and I didn't want to mess with it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, fair point. I will say, I, I do prefer the nemesis over the Prometheus just because the nemesis can be shouldered. So you fixed that issue right then and there. Oh, yeah, I did. And as a lot of the guys in my club can attest, I can shoulder the Prometheus rifle, which I've lovely named Widowmaker very well. Hey. Black Widow's Widowmaker. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. She goes by Black Widow. In case that wasn't mentioned earlier. I don't it, remember, it was. but I'm saying it again. <laughs> Eric's forgetful yeah. sometimes. I am. I realized that we said the same thing. On the, the last episode and the episode before, Ooh. there was a particular point. I'm not going to bring it up again because then it'll be three times. But we said the exact same thing. I was like, uh, sorry, everyone. Did you put that on Reddit? Because I could have sworn I saw that on Reddit. No, I haven't. Huh. Could have sworn I saw cool. that. No. no, I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I dig it. Very cool. But, uh, <laughs> oh, I like the fade. That's a nice fade. Oh, yeah. I, I like that. It's a nice fade gradient. Is, cool. is it front heavy? Asks Gargunkle. Shockingly enough, it is not. Okay. So is the is the original battery still in there, but like tucked into the rear? No, I had a friend of mine because I'm not very good at electrical work do the electrical rewire for me, and she's hooked up to a 3S LiPo battery. Is it a uh, okay. removable battery or no? Yes. Yes. No. Oh, there's um this lovely part where the handle for the Prometheus used to be that's still open, and it's okay. the perfect size. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The- put a centurion in there that's nice i think um there's a there's a guy whose name escapes me at the moment but he's a makes the most incredible cosmetic uh modifications to nerf blasters he's a singapore guy and he did a he did a, a prometheus rifle like this at one point i believe it was one of his seven deadly sin series oh nice yeah. i can't remember his name off the top of my head but he always does beautiful work. So HVZ tactics. How, how do we want to go about this? What well, tactics do we have? Tell you what. I uh, I jotted down some quick notes. I'll throw okay. the I'll throw these out there as topic ideas, yeah. and we'll just kind of see where the conversation goes. So to be so, honest, I didn't know where to go with this other than what we've already said. <clears throat> so so there's equipment. You know, I, I'm a, a a gear geek. So gearhead. Yeah, gearhead. I, so I always love working on my equipment. So we can talk about ammo. We could talk about. Um, Loadout, ammo types, um, there's general tactics, so... Um, what about lieutenant tactics? Is he alive? <laughs> uh-huh. Th- things uh-huh. like uh, movement, you know, how you how you go around corners, formations, uh, taking cover, what you do when you're in open spaces, uh, how to h- deal with specials, you know, so what? How, how do you deal with a boomer, how do you deal with a tank, um, you know, line breakers unstunnables things like that yeah specials stuff like mm-hmm. that um you know we could talk about uh specific tactics for j- certain types of missions so like um escorts um you know uh defend certain areas uh you know scavenger hunt type missions so there's there's plenty of things that we could talk about um i i think well wh- which one speaks to you the most right now Let's let's go over so with ammo type. Let's go with everyone's favorite ammo type to use for HVZ. Mm, that's really going to be by the person. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think maybe. Let, so we if we're going to talk about like, ammo, let's talk about like, you know some best practices. Like, should, or should we go over like the appeal of each? Like, you know, for whenever I'm talking to somebody new, I always say you know you don't want to mix ammo types. 
because then you're you're taking away ammo that could go from one to another. You know, so don't go elite in your primary and rival as your backup. Now right? that that point is true unless you use megas. Because there well, are there are that going into the special category, there are specials that can only be stunned right. with with you know, like mega. But I mean, in that case, I kind of think of that special ammo type as more like you know it it fills an alternate kind of like socks. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's fair. Socks um, kill everything, don't they? Usually, most everything. Pretty much. Because usually, usually socks count as rockets. In some games. Yeah, yeah, but I look at it as if you're including mega or rockets into your loadout as you know special counters. Um, it's not going to be part of your primary yeah. loadout. It's going to be an attachment on your primary, or it's going to be something that you toss in a dump pouch and pull out for that special situation. So, side note, you want to be kind of cool. Hmm. You know how you know those like proton packs people use. If someone put um put like an air compressor on top of it that could fire a demolisher rocket like a Mandalorian jetpack, hmm. you know, like you have to bend over and then it goes and fires. That'd be kind of cool. So you assume the position. Yeah, Oops. you do. You pull a Mandalorian. <laughs> that'd be kind of cool. Chalo, if you listen to that, do that. That's neat. Actually, he he already has a rocket launcher on his minigun, doesn't he, or something? Uh, yeah. Iyer has one. Oh no, yeah, Iyer has one, but so does Tier. Yeah, that's that's cool. I like that. Um, yeah, Mega Mega's nice if you have like specials to kill and stuff, I guess. But mostly for that, usually I just carry like a big shock or something because they're just so small and easy to conceal. I want to put like Velcro on one and just slap it onto a vest. Yeah. Because you, like, you don't need it for anything more than that. After the BG event where we got caught with our pants down needing Megas, I have a, a mm. Mega Go Box yeah. Yeah. where I've got a, a Talon, a Hot Shock, and a Big Shock, and a um, Tri-Strike barrel attachment. Did so you, that, the, uh, that new one that they made, the new like Big Shock one just came out. The Talon. I, yeah, the Talon. Yeah, Did you get that, one? Yeah, that's what I got. Like that's what I got at the Christmas How do you exchange. like it? It's, it's all right. Yeah, I, I've been debating picking one up. They're like, what, 10 bucks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might get one. It depends, because I'm also I'm also gonna buy a twig snake. So, <laughs> Gargunkle <laughs> says, "Go box, mighty robots, mighty vehicle." Basically, Th- those are the uh, Kmart Transformer knockoffs from the '80s. Well, I thought they were Go bots, not Go box. <laughs> He's making a play on my words. Yeah, I think I had a few Go bots. It's a joke. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, no, I had a few Go bots. I had one that like was a dinosaur, and one that was a jet. I think that was it. I think I had two. Okay. Yeah. I think their rival is the best ammo type for HPZ yeah. because of hopper ability. Yeah. That's it. Uh, yeah, I will agree. Darts are nice just because of how like widespread they are. Everyone uses darts. The only thing that sucks is someone brings one that like for springers that is just unusable in flywheels that jams them. Because remember we had a we had an event here where someone brought um like hard tips or something like oh, not quite hard berries. tips. Yeah, yeah, brought like bow berries and they just they jammed everyone's blasters. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody realized it. That's right. I remember this. God, that sucked. That was the first time I used the Foxfire too. Yeah. Um. And you know, and the other thing to take into account for your equipment is what type of blaster you're going to use. You can use a flywheel or a Springer. You know, I think everybody will agree that uh, FPS is kind of, or not FPS, uh, rate of rate of fire. Thank you. Is uh, king in HVZ. You don't need the distance. You don't need the accuracy. You need to be able to pop off as many shots. Uh, as you can in a short period of time. Um, I, for the most part, I think that's true. But I think you know, like being able to just pull the trigger and fire one is nice. Yeah. You know, like pulling the trigger and firing like four. Yeah. Brain says strife, sling fire, Jupiter, or Chronos. Yeah. No proton packs. Nah, proton packs are where it's yeah. at. I would love a proton pack. I, I would use a proton pack with an Apollo. <laughs> I told Luke that, and he's just like, 
but why? I'm just like, have you seen anyone do it? He's just like, well, no. I'm just like, well, that's why. <laughs> it's like, that doesn't mean you should. It's like, mm. Say that again, Tom. What did they do? Um, I was talking to like Luke, and I'm just like, yeah, I want to get a proton back to you with an Apollo. And he's just like, why would you do that? I'm just like, well, why wouldn't I? I that'd for give the, me for the lulls. I would have yeah. so much more ammo. Yeah, I like the idea of a proton pack just being an endless feed for a little more fun blast. Yeah, and have you like the more accuracy of using like a Springer, so you can just do like one shot instead of yeah. like who's it? Uh, who made it like the one that dumped like 40 rounds a second? Uh, oh gosh, I don't. I don't know. There's a, there's a, I think there's more than one out there now. Yeah. It's like, that's, that's a bit unnecessary. That's a literal laser. You know what? One of our, uh, one of our listeners, well, I don't have brain over here is saying, I'm calling you out. You say no proton packs, never proton packs. And, and I would love to hear what Kelsey's take on this topic I'm about to say is, but I don't think that a blaster ever breaks the game. I think that you just have to change the rules to compensate for the use of blasters. Um, oh I, I yeah you have to change the change the the zombies change the rules you know as as ammo and firepower increases yeah no i can agree with that and that's actually something um when we were planning the imitational oh it wasn't it was two years ago i actually was a player that year but i had friends on the mod team that had kind of hinted at me saying hey you might not want to use your nemesis the second half of the game and I was just questioning why until I got to the briefing room after the one mission and was faced with a slide saying, oh, hey, here's a new special called a sensor that basically went after ammo. <laughs> so it went after whoever so had the most ammo? Yeah. Interesting. We created a special zombie called a sensor that senses the amount of ammo somebody has on them and will go like after that, that person. I don't like that. I'm going to get targeted. <laughs> I've, I, I like carry that. so That's much funny. ammo. I don't like that anymore. It's going to go after you after it goes after Pete Fuzzy Pete. Yeah. After it goes after that like 700 round nemesis. That well, yeah. scuba tank. Yeah. That one was dumb. I mean, if you had a bunch of tanks that all focused on a proton pack, like instead of kiting them, like if tanks ignored kiting, they could just focus on proton packs and push them into awkward positions. I will say, I do appreciate at End War when they do have tanks that kite instead of just going after whoever they want. Right. So I do way, like kiting tanks. I think it's a good I think it's a good game mechanic. Yeah, I mean, me and Devin kited a tank for like 10 minutes at End War. So let's kind of segue at this point then into talking about specials because, I mean, tanks is obviously one of the most is common it really specials. really a segue if you say it? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. No, it's right. just a hoverboard now because <laughs> we can't handle it. So... I, 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 I don't know. I Maybe I'm in the, the minority here, but I, I feel like tanks are there specifically to counterbalance sock ninjas and vice versa. Like, sock ninjas should be the ones focusing on tanks when they're out in the field. Um, Within reason, yeah. Yeah, because you can reload yeah. socks. So I, I can combine that. Um, So my big pet peeve with specials is, you know, when you go to an invitational and there's like a whole theme to it, when they don't make the specials anything funny. When they're just like, oh, yeah, this is... Going back to the BG one, where they're just like, oh, this is a genetic dinosaur with tentacles and claws and stuff. I don't know. It's like a zombie or something. It's just like, no, call it like a like a Spinosaurus or something. Or uh, what's your, your snare 12th beast? favorite dinosaur, right? Yeah. Like, do something fun with it. Like, don't just be like, yep, yep, that's... um. It's a Thagnarian snare beast. Yeah, they're zombie dinosaurs now. It's just like, no. It's <laughs> like, yeah, these are a bunch of the Therizinosaurus. Actually, that'd probably have been a good pick for the Iron Maiden. They even called it an Iron Maiden. It's just like, look, you're not even trying now. 
But yeah, it was. I I did like that special. That was a good special. So what that special was is he had a bunch of noodles all over him, and um he had like three ribbons on him, and yet to rip all three ribbons off to uh to tag him, and I think he could only stun you or something. Or, yeah. Yeah, like if the noodles hit you, you were stunned, and he could physically tag you or something. There's Cooper. <laughs> Do you remember fighting Ursula in End War 2018? Oh uh, no, I was off rescuing people by not rescuing anyone. Uh, yeah, the way that Ursula worked is she had two noodles and, well, and a dress, but also, <laughs> and you yeah, had to, you had to skirt, snag skirt. the, um, you had to snag the, the streamers off of her, and if you got all the streamers, you won or stunned or I forget what the mechanic was. We were supporting that mission. That wasn't our mission. Yeah. That was when we came in and did a, a rescue. So okay, so I was literally brain, the yard maiden. Brain comments that tanks are meant to push people and break holds. Sock ninjas are just the best way to counter it, and I do agree with that. Yeah, you know, I mean that's how they killed the entire auxiliary, right? Yeah, the the blast the people with blasters are not. I mean, are, are not going to be as effective against a tank because you fire that dart, and then even if you do manage to recover it, it has to be loaded back into the magazine or or back into the drum. However, you have to reload it. The second you pick up a sock, it's reusable. Yeah, I mean I can't tell you how many games I've had here where, you know, like I'm just rolling around grabbing my own socks and tossing them into the air. Yeah. Plus you're not encumbered with a bunch of extra tactical yeah. gear. So yeah, you're, you you're just nice need, and light. You need a dump pouch maybe. Right. I, I have seen some of the, uh, I think it, the, the Truman sock ninjas actually carry around a, uh, like a lunch pail, like a soft lunch pail as a, uh, yeah. uh, like a messenger bag type dump pouch. We used to have a player that had two messenger bags and that's all she ran with. Full of socks or what? Full of socks. Okay. And that's all she did. She was one of the ultimate sock ninjas that I had ever met. My favorite thing about playing as a sock ninja is you always come back with more socks somehow. Yeah, she did. Except when uh, TSA opens your bag and they all fall out on the plane. (laughs) I bought. So do you remember how, uh, who is it, Ari? I think Ari was selling like a dollar per sock. And so I bought like 20 of them. I came back and... TSA had like opened the pocket that they were in and I had like seven left. And I was like, guys, you owe me $13 worth of socks now. <laughs> <laughs> I still have a few. I like them. Oh, I like socks. So, are, playing, well, sock ninjas are so much fun to play as, especially during like HVZ. So what What about other um, specials like like Boomer? So obviously Boomer. Okay, Boomer. You, you, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bringing that back, bringing back that meme. You get it once and everyone's going to say it are people yeah. not saying that at invitationals right now? Probably. They you know, are. Sick of it? Yeah. Also, I really hate how, like, I'll say something, like, not even wanting it to be funny. Then it is funny, and then people keep saying it. And it's like, guys, I didn't I didn't want this this time. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it'll stop being funny, and then it'll be funny again. So, obviously, the point of the boomer is to coordinate rushes yeah. on groups of humans. Um, oh, and the social chair. And generally... Yeah, it's the social chair. Generally, the, the, the general tactic is to pop them as soon as possible. Yeah, I've never seen but, people pop them. But is that always the best tactic? It depends on which side of the game you're playing. Well, yeah, I mean, zombies, that's a bad <laughs> tactic. But Brain is screaming in the chat, pop your boomers from far away. Do it. <laughs> yes, yes, Tim. Yes, or, it is. Or what you want to do is you want to wait for them to get to a choke point and then pop them. Yeah. Or or pop the boomer when there's nobody around him, so that then he yeah, has yeah. to go through a full respawn. I like. I think I've been tagged twice by a boomer. <clears throat> really sad. <laughs> well, because Kelsey, got to think we're in a very tight. We're like this is a rather like enclosed area. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. For Z13, it's a, it's all indoors, close combat. 
Another thing with boomers that you need to watch for is make sure you know where the horde also is in relation to a boomer because you really don't want to pop a boomer on one side of the human formation and the hordes behind you because then the zombies will run through you to get to the boomer. That's a very good call out. I'll make sure to do that. <laughs> You're going to see me do it during end of words like Tom White. It's like to watch the world burn. Anything else we want to call out about boomers? Um, No, boomers. I think boomers are pretty balanced. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. What other, what, what are some other common specials? Uh, witches. Shields. You know, everybody says witches are common. I have never encountered a witch at an yeah. at an invitational or. It's probably because it's an East Coast. Well, thing. no, we've we've had a Cooper was a witch, wasn't he? Where he could just charge you in a straight. No, he was a charger. Where he could just charge in a straight line and tag, and he couldn't be like stunned. Something like that. That was kind of nice though. Let us yeah, know chargers are wicked. Play, yeah, uh, play shield zombies are annoying. How you felt about them? Do you classify shield zombies as a special? No, uh, it's a zombie power up. Yeah, shield zombies are good. <clears throat> shield zombies are my the bane of my existence. Yeah, no. I'll, I'll take that back. PSU, Good shield uh, zombies. Shield zombies are, are considered. Um, uh, we have a name for them, and of course, it's escaping. Um, but they're they're just the bane of my existence. I remember like me, Brandon, and Becca being hunted by a shield zombie while we split off to, to do that mission. We were hunt. He like followed us for like thirty minutes. Eventually, yeah. we got to point. Just like, look, we're out of water. Are you out of water? Yeah, let's call a truce and go get some water. <laughs> he was he was a great shield zombie though. Is that the guy with the cowboy hat? Yeah, I remember him. He was a very good shield zombie and a very nice guy. Yeah. I don't know his name. Probably Jesse. You look like a Jesse. By the way, that name is Van, <laughs> if anyone doesn't know that. Or Brian. Yeah. Jesse and Good Brian are two right. bad names. Um, I think that's all really the specials that there are. You got noodle zombies, but I'd call that a power-up. Yeah. We call them creepers. Yeah. Oh, uh, demons. Well, yeah, the demon's kind of a... That's special. Yeah. That's yeah. And there's demons there's no strategy one. against that, no. except avoid it, because yeah. it's unstunnable. I love playing as well, Kelsey, demon. why don't you tell us about some of your type of zombies? I mean... What are the what are the ones that you guys play with? Oh, we have the standard tank, boomer, charger, creepers. We have the sensor, which is a special one. So what are creepers? Uh, we, the noodles. Uh, creepers. Noodles? <laughs> she just said that noodles. 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 Sorry. Well, creepers are a little weird because they're kind of the crossbreed between just a noodle zombie and a charger. Okay. I, th- I think I know what you're getting at now. They like charge through, and if you get hit with the noodle, you're Can dead. Can you describe your charger rules? Our charger rules are basically they will audibly say when they're about to ch- do their charge, and as long as they're charging, they're unstunnable. Do they have to charge in a straight line? Yes. So that's basically um, the one yeah, that was operator from yeah. yeah. That's fair. I, did, I didn't Jesse play that one of the one of the missions there too. The maybe bo- the maybe. Bowling Green. Uh, um, if it was the second one, I wasn't there. Yeah. No, the. Um, Oh yeah, you were yeah, you weren't there. That was during finals or something, probably. Yeah, stupid school. And they did their uh, yeah. Rainbow so you Six. had the the charger and the creeper. Those were ones we weren't sure about. Did you have some more? Um, we have one that's my personal favorite. It's called a wraith. Okay, okay don't know that. What one. does the wraith do? Basically, the wraith is a zombie that we used more so of a scare tactic. But oh, if you activate a wraith, because if you interact with the wraith in any way. Be it talking to it, looking at it, breathing in its general direction, <laughs> it will then chase after you and will not stop until you're. Tim, can we have that one? I like that. So Scotty had actually suggested us using that one. I want to be a wraith. That sounds like fun. It never stops until you're dead. <laughs> yeah, no. We always make the wraith if we use it. We always make it the 
person who can run the fastest for the longest, and they'll just keep going after you. I want to oh, do that. Man. I want to do that. I'll just be flossing in a corner until someone looks at me, and then I'll take them down. Um, yeah, that I would make you scared game. because oh, your God. weekend's over if you if you do the wrong thing around them. Oh, I would just avoid them like the plague. Yeah. We always tell our new players, if you think that the wraith is near, you just look down. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like a, no, not a weeping angel. It's kind of the opposite of a weeping yeah. angel. Oh, yeah. Because you always I, weeping oh. angel. I don't know. I don't know Doctor Who. <laughs> we did have a game, though, where our wraith got really smart. Because um, they don't really tag people if you haven't interacted with it. He got into the group of humans, picked up a bunch of darts, and waited in the middle until he went, hey, dude, do you need more darts? Oh, my God. That's easy. Oh. And the kid turned around and said, yeah, oh, no. That's some crap I would do. That's evil. Dirty, dirty, dirty. Yeah, I've never watched a group of humans scatter trying... that fast in my life. Oh, that sounds like I'm fun. trying to, I, Youngstown, one of the invitationals I went to, Youngstown used a wraith. The, the guy was dressed up as, like, a legit, like, court jester. And I'm trying to remember... <sighs> So uh, he's anyways. what the je the jester's out there like hello trying to make people laugh. Yeah. If you if you laugh, you die. Yeah, pretty much. Brent says that was Rick and Morty. Was it okay? So who who would have been in Rick and Morty? Uh he was just a random. Oh, okay. Wasn't anybody not, themed not relevant. from Rick and Morty? Some schmuck. Oh, geez, That's lame. Rick, you don't have to kill all of them. No. Oh, jeez, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but even if it is Rick and Morty, they're reoccurring characters. Yeah. You can do more than just Rick and Morty. Speaking of Rick and Morty. We have a special based off of that. Oh, oh, tell me more. We have a special called a Meeseeks. <gasps> yes. What does it do? Whatever Basically, you tell it to. <laughs> yeah, you have to tell it to do something. And you have to be very specific with it. Because if at any point the Meeseeks realizes I can't complete this task, it rages and becomes a wraith and will chase after you. Tim, I want these specials. These are so much fun. Yeah, the, so the special she's talking about, they yeah. used that at the Rick and Morty uh, YSU invitation. I want that one. That's what Brain, Brain is saying. It was stolen from there. Or maybe it was conceived uh, at the same time. I don't know. Oh, no, but, I like that. I want to use that one. Um, so it, it was a um, power-up that the humans had to earn, and then they actually carried around the Meeseeks box. And then, you know, Dan, right? They're, yeah. Yeah, he he was the Meeseeks. <laughs> you want to be fun for a game type? Huh. If the only zombie is the Meeseek and you give it tasks until it can't complete one. <laughs> That'd be kind of fun. Uh... We'll, we'll talk about that, but that could be fun. Um, what else do we have for tactic-wise? So, <laughs> guys, if you have any, if you have any questions for us about tactics, a uh, tactic, yeah. yeah, hanging out in so, safe zones—that's uh, tactic yeah. number one. Uh, I kind of hate that tactic. What? I think it's kind of uh, like abusing safe zones. Tactic number two. <laughs> so let's let's talk just general movement, like moving around the play area. So scouts, scouts are a scouts big are thing. Super super important. People covering the rear. Yeah. Um. Take so when you're moving, you know, when you're playing PvP, obviously you 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 hug corners. You want cover. Yeah, but HVZ, you don't want cover. Right. You want to take no. those. You want to take those angles wide because the other side doesn't have the range, so they're going to be hiding to get a close swipe. Yeah. Now, what Brian what Brian suggests drag handles. Um, I I know at Endor last year we got yelled at for using drag handles, but I I still like them. So essentially, what a drag handle is is like let's say I'm walking backwards covering the rear. Tim keeps the shoulder on me or on the handle of my backpack right. and kind of guides me along. Just be like, oh, there's a bench. Take a step to your left. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, I, that's I think a that's, tactic I use all the yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, they, they yelled at us for it at Statesboro, but we just kind of ignored them because it was a good strategy and no mm -hmm. one got hurt. Actually, yep. no, I backed into a bench, but that's because yeah. uh, who, who was helping me? I don't remember. 
I don't know. I, I see red team doing that all yeah. the time. Who's the German yeah. guy? Drag handles are nice, except oh, uh, for... Devil's um, yeah, Devil's was giving it. ...push on someone to stop as easily. I think it's a little better to have a hand on their shoulder. But they're usually gross and sweaty, so the drag yeah. handles are <laughs> yeah. a bit nicer. It's still helpful. Um, but yeah, scouting scouting's my personal favorite thing to do. Because it lets me risk it more. And I like risk telling risky in HVC. Yeah. For some reason. Risk it for what? the biscuit. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite tactics in HVZ is having one person that we call our point, that they are how we work around if we're calling out. So if I'm the point in my group, if I say I've got two zombies at 12 o'clock, everybody knows, okay, which direction is she looking at? And it's her 12 o'clock. Yeah. Generally, when um, when we'll play, we'll have, I think this time we have four scouts. It'll be a buddy system. Um, And the scouts will kind of act as their own squad. So it's like, oh, you two check right, we'll check left. Come back, meet up. You're just like, okay. Three zombies left, four zombies right, and so everyone knows then. Because scouts do need to still be stealthy, to, you know, like sneak up on the zombies. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my tactic is get tagged early on and <laughs> yeah. play zombie. You know, usual for me. Yeah, uh, Ben from Phonecast Radio, he just said, "Trust your squad mates to cover their own sectors. They are trusting you to cover yours. That's big." Yeah. You know, oh yes. Don't don't try to cover the entire area. Rely on your teammates to be covering their quadrant or their fifth or whatever you divide it up to be another big thing is buddy system never yeah. go like and for those who have been in boy scouts they know the importance of the buddy system and so you don't get lost kind of the same thing except you don't get lost to the horde yeah because you'll always have someone checking your six yep i've only ever known one person playing hvz in my eight years that i actually would trust them going off by themselves yeah there's only one i know that i trust to go off on their own and get it done is it me no who is it? Buff Daddy. <laughs> Buff, Buff, Daddy. Buff Daddy. I can get it done. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, well, you just told us earlier about how you're going to be stingy with your ammo and all that stuff. Me? You know. Yeah, didn't when you, you say No, I'm never stingy with my ammo. Okay, all right. Well, maybe I'll trust you. <laughs> no, I don't need to be stingy with my ammo. I carry like 200 darts on me. Well, oh, if, those you are rookie sock, numbers. if you go just stocks, it's going to be a problem. Stonk. Nah, probably not. You Stonks. No, I'm, pr- I'm probably going to use a strife this year just because I've had good luck with it. Ooh, that's a good call out too. Uh, Brain just said, also knowing the name or call signs, I guess, of the people you're with is really handy. Just behind you is much less effective than brain check behind you. Yeah. You know, that's that, so that, clutch. That's like walking into a, you know, a toy store and yelling out mom. You know, mom. 30, yeah. 30 women are going to look your way. But if you call out Deborah. Know, Karen. <laughs> Deborah. Karen! Deborah. If you yell at Karen, they're still all going to look because they're all Karens. <laughs> yeah. Um, so one thing one thing we're forgetting about, communication, using walkie-talkies effectively. Yeah, walkie-talkies yes. were clutch last how many, year. How many invitations have we gone to where walkie-talkies have been the key? Uh, that, Every single one, probably. Brain, think back to the Rick and Morty one. How, how screwed would we have been trying to control... Um, that uh, who it was uh, Morty's dad. We we had Jerry. this. Yeah, Jerry was being remote controlled by pre- stepping on pressure plates that were on the four corners of the entire play area. So if I hadn't brought walkie talkies, yeah, and the dinosaur one too. Yeah, when we were out running around, yeah. we wouldn't have known that the uh, I don't remember the ra- the radio wasn't there unless you used the walkie talkies. Yeah, or what a generator was it a generator? I don't remember. I think, I don't know. Yeah, don't know so. Either. But you also got to keep into account that if your radio say, like, what are ours, 10 mile? 
10 mile range, something like that. I think they're five mile. Yeah. Um, well, if so you're, if you're playing on a campus, it's probably yeah. going to be a mile. So Foamcast is saying second, he second radios. Make sure you get the FRS radios too. So they all work together. Not the Amazon eight packs that only work with each other. Yeah. So if you're talking about the Baofengs, those actually can be reprogrammed to work on the FRS stations, which is what we did. We bought a, a 10 pack and then Tom, we did, I, I have yeah, two. We did a group buy. Yeah. I have two of them. Mm-hmm. Because people bought like one in. It's just like, what are you going to do with one walkie-talkie? Yeah. So Tom has a, uh, a pair. Yeah. Eric has a pair. And then the other six are, I kept them and they're kind of like the club. We always take them to imitations. bought them. No. Really? I, I have six in, in my bunker. But they're all programmed to the standard FRS stations. And then there's a couple stations that have, um, I forget the term for it, but basically um, it mutes anybody who isn't also on that that special frequency so you're not yeah. hearing all of the chatter it, you know it's not a privacy channel because other people can still hear you transmitting but then it, it cuts out the chatter from anybody who's not part of your team because it's specially coded yeah right so. if you want to get in on that type of thing um reach out to us with a the direct message on discord uh because it's not so straightforward on how to do it and you have to make them. You have to change them to be legal on top of this yeah. programming. So we're trying to we're trying to keep them legal as well, which is not uh, the the way that to do it out there is makes them illegal. So um, Tim has a way to make them legal. They, they it's not not that it makes them illegal when they come from China land. The factory they are programmed on channels that are legal in those other countries, but when they get over here, the um, frequencies that are on oh. fall under. Um, like emergency response services frequencies and stuff like that. So you might be transmitting on a, a frequency that is reserved by the um the FCA in the United States for emergency response. So you you reprogram it using the programming tool, which is relatively easy to use once you know what you're doing. Um, and then it's it's easy to you know then it's legal to use over here. Yep, we'll be using those at NWAR this year. Yes, and any invitationals that you guys go to before that. Yes. Um, so we'll, we'll be having those uh, going. And, and I got to tell you, one of the coolest things about last year having the radios on is if, if usually there's a, an agreed upon channel that most of the, you can call them quote unquote shot callers get on. And it is awesome to hear everybody talking. It could be a little bit overwhelming. Oh, but, it could be um, super I was dead, overwhelming. So I didn't get to hear this. Yeah. But uh, Michelle was telling me about how you could just hear people signing off as they died throughout the night. Like towards the end, it was just like everyone like, this is Spectre signing off. This is TK. <laughs> so my last communication. One big Very issue well, I had with that is we had a guy from our club who uh, who turned into a zombie and then continued to use the radios. Yeah. And was taunting people. And I think that is such a such a dick move. <laughs> that is like, a major rule one break. Oh yeah, no, like if yeah, you if you do that break. at one of our events, I'm fine banning you for a few months. <laughs> like that's well, that's also a thing. Like, you have to, as the human side, need to understand that after a mission's over, you need to change what channel you're on. Or take back the radio. Because in our case, that anyone's channel. using the radio either is going to be just like, yeah, no, I understand. I'm dead. I'm going to turn it off. Or it's Tim's radio. Tim can take it back whenever he pleases. Yep. Also, we have a, we have a policy where if you lose someone's radio, you pay for another one, which I should go without saying. They're like 10 bucks too. They're not even expensive. Right. Yeah, we found the lost ones, thankfully. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm still amazed we found that one. We found it in a bush the next day. It. They were going to pay yeah. for them if we didn't yeah. find them, but but our lost um, our lost ones came up uh, during the cleanup when we dart swept. Yeah. Um, 
So also, um, looks like we're getting to Kelsey, the uh... just to you know, just make sure people dart sweep, like make it a thing. Like we we went after Foam Pro Tour and that was dart miserable. swept with a very small amount of people. So yeah, guys, I, I... I'm not too worried about that because one, yeah, we have a bigger campus, but our mod team here is so used to hanging back that after a hold location or we know where they're going to humans are going to be our mods are constantly picking up as they go oh okay well good so guys i think we are ending coming to uh coming to the point at which kelsey you said that you needed to head to a mod meeting oh oh yeah. it's actually one of those i've gotten permission to skip it uh-huh. oh okay sweet we'll fancy that <laughs> Ooh, feel bad. One of our one of our readers, listener, whatever. Lightning Eagle confessed that he skipped Dart Sweep. Shame. Oh. Shame. Shame. <laughs> so, in all honesty, doing Dart Sweeps isn't like as miserable as you think. It gives you time to hang out and talk with people. Like we talked with Vlad. I don't think I'd had a conversation with Vlad yet. I was ready to drop by the end oh, of yeah. that Dart Sweep. Though. It was it was miserable. We were dying. I was wearing yeah, like my quarter length joggers and a zip up hoodie or something. Well, that's your own damn fault. Yeah, it was. I didn't get I didn't get tank top tan. How long does dart sweep usually takes? We spent uh, forty five minutes. So it depends on a how long the event has gone. B how much fire uh, went down in that area, and C how many people are helping. So like end war last year, there was maybe ten people trying to police the entire campus, and so that was horrendous. Um, you know we yeah like Michelle and I went to one area. You guys went to another. Yeah. And we just like tried to there were other people out there too we started keeping and, points yeah and yes it is like a rando dart smorgasbord you're yeah. getting full lengths half lengths uh rival uh discs. mega discs uh boys. rockets tons of socks, nasty tons socks. Of socks think about it and the all na- those darts the are yours are the worst that is, they're left yeah. out overnight it is free uh, real estate it's free fucking real estate that's free gross. socks yeah there's my right. boom co yeah, so honestly, like if you need darts, do a dart sweep. Yeah. Because once they're on the ground, they're free game. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Never never plan on getting back ammo that you take to an invitational as big as End War. Generally, if we're, like, we're at the dart club, I, I will not pick up my ammo just because it's donating it to the club. Yeah. Like he's going to use it. Unless it's half length. You, yeah. you do pick up ammo, but you don't pocket it. You just leave it in the, the yeah. pile. Yeah, no, I, I dart sweep. Yeah, I just yeah. don't leave it there. I dart yeah. sweep, but I don't take it back. Yeah. So cut waffles by the pallet, yeah, basically. Yep. Yeah, or just get workers Yeah, if you want. Yeah. I don't, actually, I mean, if you I don't are, have a good if, rig set up. Yeah. definitely a pro tip. If you are in need of darts and you don't have a whole lot of money, um, get yourself a plastic baggie and dart sweep, and you will have enough ammunition to last your entire Nerf career by the end of a, at the end of a major invitational like this. Yeah. Yeah. And it usually will still be pretty decent shape because a lot of the hardcore yeah. players, the ones that are going to be flinging a lot of foam, will usually get brand new stuff for every Invitational. Yeah. Oh, I always do. Yeah. The only the only thing yeah, you might run yeah. into is if it's you know, like Statesboro, where everything got like super warm. So yeah. It got like all nice and crunchy. Foam. Well, and then it also got trampled. Yeah. And, and wet because of the rain. Yeah. Yeah. Those are uh. not prime darts. We threw those away. Yeah. I think I kept a few of the socks. Eee. Hey, free Ugh. socks. Ugh. Yo, socks never are expensive. Socks never. are. I'm not gonna wear them. Yeah. Socks are expensive. Like, you're so, gonna put them in your hand, and then you're gonna like pick up that. You're gonna pick up snacks out of your little snack pouch later with that same hand. Yeah. And you're gonna 
touch your snacks, and then you're just going to be eating the dirty sweat water off the socks. You know, Eric, Eric, they should invent something oh. where you can, like, they should, like, invent a receptacle where, like, it has water coming out, and you can, like, use, you can put your hands under it, maybe even use, like, a little soap. Oh, a sink. That's what it's called. But you're not going to do that with a sock <laughs> bomb. Yeah, I'm not going to wash the sock, but I'm going to wash my hands. Good. All right. So I think we kind of talked through everything that I had thrown out there, with maybe the exception of missions. You know, and, and I don't know, maybe that's too oh, broad of a that's very broad a topic because missions can vary so yeah greatly. I don't know. No, I think we're I think we're kind of done. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shout outs. Who has a shout out? Tim's got a shout out. Do I? I don't know. I thought you guys were you guys were. Or no, no, no. Tom called me a, a bleep. I'm pre bleeping myself. He called me a bleep on the last episode for saying my shout out early on. Oh, probably. Um. <laughs> What a bleep. <laughs> Who do I want to shout out? I'm going to shout out Archer. Had a really nice conversation with her today. Shout out to you, Archer. Yeah. I mean, oh, I, there's a little, there's a little bit of a cop-out, but a, a shout out to our listeners. We were just so many people interacting today. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Distracting. It was... Oh, yeah. no. I, I love when our chat blows up. I like it when it doesn't have, like, more than 25 messages, so it's, like, easy to read for me. <laughs> after that... Oh, was, and, after and I you know what? Up. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Let me let me shout out um, our our local boy AGO4. Oh yeah, with the real name, but the uh, shout you out for joining the club, and you showed up with a full custom designed uh, brushless blaster, and he he even went on to the um he went on to the uh, what do you call it uh dang it um ultrasonic group the uh, making stuff awesome and proceeded to like people just gave him every opinion under the sun about his ideas and what he was doing and just. He, he seemed to have a virtual smile on his face through the whole the whole thing, but they uh they really like ripped into him, and then they went and started flexing on each other, like flexing their knowledge on, just dropping it. It was it was something else. Yeah. Wow. But, like, uh, sounds like I'm you, man. sounds like I'm glad I'm not part of that group. No, it wasn't bad. It was like constructive, but also like I know everything <laughs> about these my, about these you know. It's a delightful know, shit show. I'll just sound, I'll sound bad. Yeah. Uh, let's see what, uh, you know, I'm going to get a little bit personal. I'm, I'm going to shout out my parents because my, uh, my, yeah, I saw your my, Facebook. I saw my, your Facebook my poor car is still in the shop. Uh, it's been over a month at this point with just an insane amount of BS. insanity and yeah. BS going on with the dealership and the car itself and the rental car company. And they've just, they've <laughs> really helped me through it emotionally mentally and monetarily so yeah so thank I your parents you appreciate yeah appreciate your parents because yeah, you, you post on facebook today it's like i'm so thankful for my parents i'm just like i'm gonna hear about that later yeah it's, <laughs> that's what i was thinking every, too, I every time i turn around it, it's it's some new shit show with yeah it this, really this, like it really has car and dealership it, it, it's just been mind-boggling so I, I can't appreciate enough how much they've been helping me out through this nightmare. So, nightmare. Good deal. You know, you're, you're never too old to uh, to get help from your parents. Um, Kelsey, you want to do a shout-out to any, anybody or anything? Actually, I do. And it's really funny because he won't hear this until later, but I'm going to shout-out Justin Keller, who is the current president of the Penn State UGC, because this is his last semester with us. Oh, and yeah. I've been here a long while. And for the amount of grief and aggravation I give him on a daily, weekly, monthly, all basis, 
he honestly has been one of the best presidents we have had in a long while. Aw. Now, he was just recently on Foamcast Radio, correct? Yes, he was. Yeah. Dang it, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's yeah. a good choice. And probably a good chance to talk about, you know, just say it one more time, that uh, you have an invitational coming up in April. It's uh, D&D themed, right? Anything you want to add about that? Um... The only thing that I can say about the D&D theme and all that is um, roll for persuasion. <laughs> bring only, bring your best level, D20. I'm only level three berserker. Oh, yeah. then sadly, is like all a the trap for have to you, berserker. We can't say it. Don't, we did one time on an old episode. We actually sang that, but not this time. <laughs> Wait, I think Kelsey. it might have actually been removed, but... Kelsey, is, is Icebreaker the guy you just shouted out? Hmm? I think Icebreaker is yeah, the guy you just shouted out. he did hear it. <laughs> no, no. Ice is actually a friend of mine. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. All right. When you're saying the one and only, I'm just like, wait, this is such a good coincidence. No, no. Justin is not here right now. Justin is actually being a good president and running our admin. <laughs> where they're talking about all the juicy little secrets that people will find out in April. Sweet. <laughs> yeah thanks guys for coming out to listen thanks for uh being here for the live episode much appreciated always like talking to you guys yeah give us the warm and fuzzies um if you guys are any part of our discord go ahead and join it uh where's the link a lot of places probably yeah uh it's, it's on our, oh it's in our instagram yeah. bio it's on our instagram it's on our soundcloud uh go ahead and give us join us we've got quite a few people here now how many people do we have we have 51 offline 18 online we've got like 60 people, and 70 people. in the Discord, and that's apparently only about half of the people that, uh, or if we sampled it, that's about half of the people that answered the uh, survey. Well, we got we got quite a few people saying that they're not a part of our Discord. I thought it was about 50-50. We, we got probably 10 people saying they were, 15 say mm-hmm. that they weren't. Buff Daddy says surveys, Yeah, I you. agree. I agree, Buff, Buff Daddy, Daddy you. surveys, you. Yeah. Don't, don't go fill ours out. Don't go look in one of our recent pictures to find the link. If you're in our channel, don't look in the announcements. It's in our to find announcements. It. Yeah, don't do any of that. Surveys are gross. Oh, there's a shout out. Shout out to uh, was it Gargunkle that suggested having the announcements uh, channel. Yeah. So we, that we've we, toyed with the idea for a yeah. bit, but thanks for finally. Shout out to Kelsey to for it. dealing with feedback the whole time. It has been yeah. bad. Oh, it's it's been perfect. <laughs> really, for us. really bad. Yeah, the, the recording will be good. So I apologize yeah. that you guys had to put up yeah, with that. Yeah, listen to the recording for the the version that doesn't suck. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, everyone have a good night. Right. Merry Merry Christmas, Happy Thanksgiving, <laughs> Merry Merry Christmas, uh, what is it? Uh, Christmahana, Fe- Festivus, uh, Festivus, no. uh, uh, Winter so Winterinmas. Here comes Hanukkah. Okay, guys, have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.